listening to the Becoming More Me podcast with me, Teresa Lear Levine. You're already enough, but if you're anything like me, you thrive when you're stretching and developing yourself, creating more of the person you feel called to be. This podcast is here to inspire and support you. Let's release the negative, reinforce the positive, and elevate our vibe together as we tap into our limitless potential to transform and grow. Well, hello. Thank you for joining me today. I am going to talk today about the chakra system. Now don't go, don't go turning it off yet. If you're thinking this is going to be a woo woo episode or that it somehow doesn't apply to you because I have learned about this system from some of the most logical teachers. And I will say, as we get started, that this is not always has not always been something that I have been able to understand, align with, or apply to my life. Now, that being said, having learned about my chakras, having come to understand them in such a deeper way, that in conjunction with my practice of EFT has been a total game changer. Okay, so if you've dismissed the value of chakras before, that is okay. There is still plenty of ways and plenty of time for you to understand it better as well as how it applies to you. Because we have all these different bodies, right? We have our physical body. We have our mental body. We have our spiritual body. We have our energetic body and our chakra system really relates to all of those. So while our chakras are an energy system, and oftentimes people kind of visualize them like these spinning disks of energy, which when in an open state flow freely and allow us to really be able to manifest and achieve and feel the way that we want to feel, um, they're not always... They don't have to be perceived that way, I guess, is what I'm saying. They don't have to be perceived like spinning discs or in any certain way. We really just need to understand how they work, how they show up, and what they are doing for us. And and that they bring all those other things together. So there are ways that our chakras, when blocked, will affect our physical body. There are ways that our our spirituality, our sense of tribe, our sense of belonging have been affected by or, or caused chakras to be blocked. And definitely ways that it shows up in our thoughts and our mental body. So understanding this really is just another piece, another level of understanding our mind-body connection, which is so, so important. And something that I think most people understand is a pretty logical thing. So, you know, I mean, when we're thinking about mind-body connection, we're thinking about things like our fight or flight response, which I often talk about when I'm talking about emotional freedom technique. We're thinking about things like anxiety very real, right? We think about things that underlie that anxiety, like cravings, like trauma, so many things, depression, fear of putting yourself out there. 
we think about stress. That's part of it too. And we think about our nervous system, which has been explained and studied in so much detail in all different areas of science. We think about things like hypervigilance, which can come from traumas and come from things that happen in a correlating way in our first chakra. I'll get to what the chakras are in a minute. And there are all of these ways, all of those big T traumas and all of those little T traumas affect our various chakras, our past events, past circumstances, things that we have been through in our lives affect our present state. And if untreated and unaddressed, continue to affect us as we move forward. So these are ways that it shows up that anybody can relate to. That's definitely not woo-woo or out there, very logical. Also think about the way that our family affects us. There's hardly anybody I know that isn't somehow triggered or affected positively or negatively by family. And particularly, you can think of the way that a mother's energy enmeshes with a child's. And depending on culture or background or spiritual or religious beliefs, sometimes that can go well into adulthood. So all of those things also correlate with our chakras. So I want to give you a little overview of the seven chakras and just kind of so you can understand what they are and where they are and what they're doing. And also some typical ways that people treat them. Part of the reason I really want to just kind of do this overview on the episode today is so that I have a place to kind of send you when I'm going into deeper things. And maybe people start asking, hey, but what's a chakra? At least we have this kind of a foundation here to understand why it's probably going to come up in a lot of things that I share with you, because it's it's a very, very powerful part of the work that I do and a connection that, like I said, once I made it, it made the work that I do so much more powerful and effective because I will say that when I was learning to be a master EFT practitioner, energy anatomy, the understanding of our chakra systems was actually part of that process, part of what was required to, um, you know, become that. and. I couldn't quite make the correlation at first until I started doing the work. So I just want you to understand how important this is, that it's even, it's a part of that. And even if I never mention the word chakra, as I'm working with someone on something, I am mentally, I'm thinking about it and I'm trying to figure it out logically how it's applying to them so that I can make that connection and help them move that energy up and out. And it's just, it's so important. So our first chakra, um, that we're going to cover is we're going to go from the, we're going to go from the top down. Okay. So I shouldn't say the first chakra because the first chakra is at the bottom. The seventh chakra is at the top. So I'll start off by confusing you. 
The seventh chakra is our crown chakra. And that is um, kind of in that above the head area. It is our connection to our source energy and our spirit. It's our inspiration and our ideas. And it's very light and airy. And our next chakra, the sixth chakra, is our third eye, which is kind of that middle of the forehead area. And this is our center for discernment. And this is going to be managing the mental aspects of our aura. And it also, every chakra has body parts that it aligns with. So that's important to think of too. I'm going to kind of go into that later. I just want to kind of tell you the locations right now of these chakras. So we have the throat chakra next, and that's pretty much literally right, you know, between your, your third eye and your heart chakra right there in your throat. And that one is going to have a lot to do with the way that you voice things. And then we move downward a little bit more into the fourth chakra, the center of our chakra system, which is our heart chakra. I could do multiple podcasts just on the heart chakra because it is so much deeper and more complex than most people give it credit for. A lot of people are just thinking about it being our ability to put love out into the world and have compassion, but really we need to be focused and often aren't on the aspect of it, which allows us to love ourselves and be compassionate and kind to ourselves because there is a light side and a dark side, shadow side to, to these chakras. And for our heart chakra, that dark side shows up as that mean inner critic, that person that's really nasty to themselves and learning to embrace more of that other side can really help a lot more things to come to fruition in our life when we can figure out where that that critic is coming from, but I digress. So we move down a little bit further to our third chakra, which is our solar plexus. So that's going to be a little bit underneath of that heart chakra area. And then we go down a little bit further than that. And we have our sacral chakra and that's going to be uh, managing kind of the reproductive area and those organs down there has a lot to do with the, um, the, the intimate relationships in our life and a lot of our physical world issues. As we get lower down, things are a lot more tangible. And then we get to that first chakra, which is our root chakra. And this is really our foundation. And this has a lot to do with our feelings of safety in this world, where we came from, our, you know, just it, this is this is what we are grounded in, and it's really important for these lower chakras to be unblocked in order for the upper chakras to be able to, you know, allow their their lightness and things to flow downward without getting stopped. That is for another episode for sure, but. Just like when we don't handle our, our thoughts or the things that are going on in our life, and sometimes they can manifest in physical things, sicknesses, diseases, and so on. The same goes for when our chakras are blocked. So if, you, if you're trying to think about energy, maybe the idea of, of these chakras, which all actually too have a color associated with them. So maybe if you've been to 
like a crystal store or a more metaphysical shop or something, maybe you'll see different like chakra charts or chakra stones or chakra candles or things that are all these different colors. And so each one has a different, a different color that's associated with it. So we, I don't know how much this mic picks up, but my dog is snoring. Like he is cutting down trees in the background. So, you know, there's always something around here, but um, each, each chakra has, has a color. So it's kind of like a rainbow. So when we start at the, the crown chakra, oftentimes people are associating that with purple, sometimes a white color or a light. Sometimes when you're meditating on these chakras, you're envisioning these, the colors that are associated with them and using that as part of your way to treat that chakra. The third eye is typically, um, uh, like if you go with kind of like violet to like that, that darker blue in the third eye, kind of bluish purple, and then, um, more of a, a bluish turquoise in the throat. And, um, then we move down to the heart chakra, which is green and the solar plexus is yellow and the sacral chakra is orange and the root chakra is red. So those are just the colors that are associated with it. But, oh my gosh, my dog, I've never heard him snore quite this loud before. You hear that? I don't know if that's, if that's coming through or not. I feel like this mic picks up everything, but, um, so, so there's this rainbow of colors from, from that vibrant purple down to the red in the root. And so when we think about different ways that we can treat our chakras, sometimes it's recommended to eat foods of a certain color that are associated with the color of that chakra. Sometimes it is recommended to wear certain colors associated with the chakra that you are working on or to surround yourself or look at those colors. And again, meditating on the blocked chakra or the chakra blockages, there's yoga poses that you can do that correlate to helping with the different chakras. There are different sounds, different chants that you can do that are also associated with the chakras. There's crystal bowl meditations. There are binaural beats or frequencies you can listen to that are known to help with healing or unblocking those chakras. There's Reiki and different energy medicines that you can seek out to help you with your chakra system. And there are affirmations that you could do about what you're you know, wanting to have show up when that chakra is unblocked. But, and I've, I've done plenty on this before, affirmations go a lot further when you can unblock things and get to the root causes than if you're just trying to slap positivity on top of a heap of things that still need to get worked out because <laughs> it doesn't really, it's not very effective and it doesn't really stick, so to speak. So those are some of the ways that you can work on your chakras. And I had tried a lot of those things. And the most powerful thing I found is the combination of EFT with chakra work and using your meridian system 
which also is, you know, when we're tapping, we're using these different points, you know, the top of the head, all those areas around the eye, under the nose, under the mouth, our collarbone area, under the arm, there's tons of others, but those are kind of the main ones that we see over and over again, the, the karate chop point on the side of the hand, some fingertip points. And those are all related to the meridian system, which is energy centers in our body. The chakras are energy systems in our body. The meridians can have energetic blockages. The chakras can have energetic blockages. And with EFT, we're bringing in that talk therapy, that modern psychology. And we are not only getting to give voice to the things that we are trying to unblock, but we're getting our body into it also. So it is the ultimate mind-body connection for unblocking our chakra system. And it's, it's just really powerful, guys. Like I don't know how else to explain it other than like find somebody to lead you through it and to help you with this or do your own studies, read books, start working on your chakras with EFT, and you're going to have some breakthroughs like never before. And again, I will go in, in future episodes about, you know, the actual like manifestation channel and how we actually achieve things through this system and so much more because it is really, really mind blowing stuff. But I just really today want you to understand that each of these, you know, is correlated to different areas of your body, different organs, different typical issues. And it's, it's kind of like all of this data. Like we talk about our, our subconscious a lot and how our subconscious stores um, pretty much anything and everything we've ever learned or been through. Even if we don't necessarily remember it, it's all recorded in our subconscious our chakras are the same, same way. And one of my teachers did a really good job of explaining this as in kind of a, a, com a computer analogy. So think about when you pull up a document on your computer, maybe it's Google docs or something like that. You work on that document and then you save it. So where does it go at that point? And it's, it's not on the the hard drive of your computer. It's not sitting there on your desktop. Where does it go? It's essentially, it's in the cloud, right? And for techie people like me, that's just this magical place. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot more to it. But when when you go to, to pull it down, that's that's where it's coming from. It's coming from the cloud and it's all, it's this digital information. So our thoughts, our memories, all of that is, is this digital so to speak, information that is in your chakras. It's in your aura. It's in your energy system. And even if something in your software were to go bad, you could still, you know, you could still pull down that information to another computer and you could still experience everything that is in that document that you saved. So on a whole other level, that's kind of the theory behind when you, when you pass on or when you die, that information still existing, that aura, that spirit, that energy still existing. So 
that just, I, maybe that makes it make a little bit more sense to people who aren't quite as into thinking about energy, but just remember too, at, at the core of our emotions, you know, we have um, our emotions, our energy in motion. And when that energy is blocked, when it is no longer in motion, in the case of a chakra that is blocked or not that open free spinning disc that we really want to see it um, being when it is at its best, when it is no longer in motion, that is when we have trauma. And that trauma can have a negative undertone to so many things in our life if we don't clear it. And we can totally clear it with EFT and chakra work and that combination. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that is a good overview for you of the chakra system, maybe in some ways that feel a little bit more logical. I don't really know how else to say it. It's There's so much to this. It's a whole other world, quite literally. And the feelings that we have, the negative feelings tend to correlate with a specific chakra and that specific chakra tends to have certain memories or past events or things correlated with it that will help to resolve those negative feelings. And it's, it's really important to work on the chakras in a certain way because one supports the next and so on and so forth. So it's just, it's a really, really cool system. And I highly recommend learning more about it. If you are looking for a great place to start and really deep dive too, like this is not like 101 chakra stuff. This is like a deep dive into it. I really recommend um, Caroline Mace, her book, Energy Anatomy. That is an amazing one. And it is really, really chock full of amazing breakthroughs and really cool insights. And it is, it's very logical. And I love listening. I mean, you know me, I love my audiobooks. I'm an audible junkie and listening to it on audio, I think is the best experience because you get to hear Caroline read it. And I just, I love her, her energy and the way that she delivers things, her sense of humor. She's, she's fun. So Anyway, that is a definite, um, highly recommended resource if you are wanting to learn more about your chakra system and your energy system and your energy anatomy, because that is what it is. And, you know, we might learn about the, you know, our, our bones and our muscles and our tendons and all of those different parts of our physical body in school, but nobody's teaching us about our energy anatomy. And it's one of those things that I think is so important and it gives, it just gives you such a better understanding of you. Okay. So anyway, I hope that helped. And I would love to hear or address any questions that you have about your chakra system or how you can work on your chakras with EFT. Feel free to drop things in the comments or reach out to me. I am always here to, to listen and to help. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend or post on social media and tag me so I can personally connect and thank you. Until next time, keep taking bold and brave action steps towards becoming more of who you want to be in this world. You are capable, you are worthy, and you are enough. Keep shining your light.